Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. 2020 and 2021 seem like one big, long year. And despite the setbacks many people had, there were many people that uh, prospered and did well. A very K-shaped recovery, if you will. And the supplement industry is not spared from that. In fact, it did pretty well. The online vitamin supplement industry grew through all of COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 and in 2021. And I believe will continue to grow in 2022. We saw the rapid growth of the e-commerce sector due to the pandemic in 2020, and that resulted in a number of new and existing nutritional supplement brands selling 100% direct-to-customer online. We saw this increased competition due to increased demand as more people focused on health and well-being, particularly in the immune system support segment. And I think we'll likely level off over the next two to three years. The other challenge that we faced um, through these years was the the supply chain distribution caused by the pandemic. And I think that will continue to present problems for supplements in 2022. And those that have multiple sources of supply will win the game there. But will health supplement sales continue to rise in 2022? Well, the website... MedGadget reported on a study conducted by FactMR that through 2022, sales for nutritional supplements will rise by 6.7%. That's a compounded annual growth rate from 2017 through 2022. NBJ expects a lasting boost to the industry through 2024 and beyond, driven by the effects of the pandemic. And the dietary supplement market is forecasted to rise as high as $272 billion by 2028. All of these reports lead to growth in the supplement industry. So how can you capitalize them as a supplement marketer? What are the key market drivers of health supplements in a post-COVID world? So COVID's impact on the supplement and vitamin industry will continue. It may never really stop, in my opinion, since a post-COVID world may not actually be a thing. We're over two years in, and we have no idea if we're in the middle or the end of this. Not surprisingly, sales of immune health supplements and stress relief and heart health grew during the COVID-19 pandemic. But what are the long-term changes in the marketplace and the industry and the way people buy? So from looking at the data and looking at the trends across supplements and clients and just industry news, what I'm seeing is that customer awareness is forever changed. People are prioritizing wellness prevention. And this shift in consumer attention uh, to a proactive prevention approach to health changes a few things. First, the business model changes. So opening up telemedicine and online consulting of wellness, this is a big opportunity for every supplement company out there. 
I'm thinking of this opportunity as more of a line extension for your brand. So for an existing supplement company, your customers already know your brand. So adding on a nutritional consultation service on top is a natural fit and a great value add to way to increase uh, value for your customer as a way to increase sales for yourself without really adding another uh, product. Essentially, it's a would be a digital product where you would have someone pay a monthly fee uh, or a consultation fee to talk with an expert uh, in your brand, not just about your supplements, but overall wellness and uh, nutrition plan for them in general. And second, the other thing I'm seeing is the mindset of the customer has changed. So now a, a proactive approach to treatment and prevention of potential disease is the starting point. Whereas a pre-COVID world, it was always been said that the direct response space, that prevention never sells. And this is uh, that the bigger pain points uh, are really what move the needle. The bigger pain points in the mind of the customer is where the money has always been. And that was and it may always will be the case. But the shift in consumer sentiment is definitely happening because of the pandemic. And it makes it easier to sell prevention and wellness, in my opinion, in 2022 and possibly beyond. The the shift in consumer behavior towards prevention may actually stay for quite a bit longer than COVID. And that's a good thing, I think, for the supplement market. Another key driver to supplement growth has been the shift to a more sedimentary uh, lifestyle due to the early lockdowns in 2020, right? So two years later, many people are still working from home. And as a result, they have not only watched a ton of Netflix, but are now firmly entrenched in this new sedentary lifestyle. The new commute from bed to home office is one of the main drivers of the demand in food supplements. So food supplements, or better known as superfoods, the popularity of that is rising as a result of these bad eating habits that we've all adopted while being stuck at home. So the pandemic created uh, the rise of a healthy indulgence, this new trend that I'm seeing. And, and I and I don't see any slowdown in this uh, superfood trend anytime soon. So this could be an opportunity to add a new product to your lineup that relates to food um, or as a healthy food choice or to partner with uh, a food, a superfood company and offer uh, promos or um, email swaps uh, in exchange for uh, emailing your supplements. If you don't have those supplements, if you don't have those superfood uh, opportunities to sell, they are out there and that is what the market is craving. So if you can tap into this, you can clearly uh, add an increased revenue source for your business. By understanding what's kind of top of mind on consumers, you can leverage that in your supplement business. And there's been a looming threat of inflation. Whether inflation has kicked off or not is debatable, but I don't think anyone would disagree that prices are going up and the increased cost of healthcare is no exception. So health spending in the U.S. has increased. Now you add the cost of COVID-19 testing and vaccines on top of that, and then you finally add inflation on top of everything, and it creates a perfect storm for 
rising prices. Now, the effect of this shift is more attention to prevention, I think. Prevention through the use of supplements in an attempt to reduce long-term health costs at the individual consumer level. So again, this shift in mindset. Sure, there's going to be a segment of the market that's going to be priced out that simply can't afford uh, supplements anymore. And that $49, $39 a bottle sweet spot in the direct response space may be creeping up higher. So this may put a tax on uh, your margins even more so. And it may slim down uh, the uh, the economic effect or the economics of your funnel, which we've talked about in previous episodes. So keep an eye on this, especially on prices of your supply going up and how you can mitigate that to your customers. The other shift in sentiment that clearly was a big mover in 2021 was privacy. The privacy wars have begun, and Apple is going directly to war with Facebook and Google with Apple's update of iOS 14.5. Safari, Safari's uh, third-party cookie tracking has wrecked havoc on many health supplement ad accounts, more so on Facebook than anywhere else, but Google ads have also been affected in a negative way. Uh, this is not just supplements, but it's across the board with all advertisers. This has certainly caused the cost of acquiring a customer to go up in 2021, and it will continue to do so in 2022, along with more com- competition driving up ad bid prices. It, it is becoming more expensive overall to acquire a customer in general across the board because of browser privacy, which has a direct impact on advertising attribution. Personally, I think that this is only going to be a short-term problem, though. Google is already making advertising model innovations that go beyond the cookie. And I wouldn't be surprised that by the end of this year, by the end of 2022, this won't be an issue any longer. I'm not sure what the solution will be, but I'm sure there will be one. Uh, or a new ad platform will appear for direct marketers to jump on. As a result, though, Facebook advertising for health supplements may be taking down a few pegs and shift even more towards influencer marketing in 2022. Something definitely to keep an eye on, but those rising costs of acquisition for a customer is also going to affect the prices uh, that you'll need to charge for your products. And again, that leans on the whole thing we just talked about, about uh, inflation, rising costs, and this is just another one of those inflationary taxes, if you will. But all in all, 2022 looks like it's going to be the start of some changes for the health supplement market, especially changes in the way that we acquire customers and potentially uh, speak to customers and market to them. The change in how people view health from a cure to a preventative will absolutely have repercussions to everything from marketing opportunities to how people buy supplements online. As a result, I think we'll continue to see an increase in foundational supplement sales. So supplements like multivitamins, uh, B complexes, magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc. Uh, As more and more millennials and younger people continue to push this trend upwards, I think the increase in general awareness of supplements will be good for the market as a whole and rising tides will rise all ships. So as a result, I think people change how they view health 
and a few things are going to stay here because of that. Uh, two of the biggest are the virtual wellness and the healthy snacking. Those two trends are not going anywhere. The year of 2022 will also continue to push the health span trend. So the health span trend is a twist on the lifespan, which is definitely uh, defined as the years of life that are healthy and free of disease, rather than simply anti-aging and beauty. So that affects how these health niches might shift their positioning to match the sentiment of where the culture is currently going. Uh, Health span will lean into how healthy we can live regardless of age. And this ties back to the uh, superfoods trend as well. We'll see this trend of supporting health with diet, lifestyle, and supplements, uh, not in mid to late age, or only when supplement health issues arise, rather, but throughout our lives. So I potentially see this as gaining uh, supplement buyers earlier or younger, uh, at a younger age than we typically go after in the health market. It's typically, right, 45 plus women. I, I think we're going to see that start to creep down uh, in the coming years. And it's it's more than just immune support from COVID, I think. It, it also ties into the healthy snacking superfood trend. So all of these trends and shifts in culture are all kind of coalescing together. And I think we're going to see the start of that in 2022 and certainly continue beyond. There's always going to be uh, the top selling supplements, right? Anti-inflammatories are now added to that list, but you're always going to have the heavy hitters like uh, supporting blood sugar, uh, reducing free radicals, those are always going to be at the top of the charge. I think anti-aging is going to have the most shift in, in this current economic or marketing time frame. Um, but also it's going to be really interesting to see how that shift towards that wellness and that health span affect the marketing of supplements and vitamins in 2022 and beyond. That uh, recaps the industry report for State of the Dietary Supplement Market in 2022. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think of the show. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.